This is episode number 186, and today we're focusing on how you can make an impact for God by being yourself. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher. Each week, we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of practical Christian training. So almost every week since basically, I think two months into the podcast or so, uh, I've had guests consistently on the podcast. And the reason I wanted to do that was to be able to pick the brains and share the expertise and the experience experiences of people that have learned something that maybe I can't provide or that they can say it a lot better that I think will be valuable for you. And so I've had a lot of fun interviewing people like John Collins, uh, who is one of the co-founders of the Bible Project, Brady Shearer over at Pro Church Tools, which is doing some really cool stuff in the world of uh, social media integrated into church community uh, life. And then even uh, recently being able to share a conversation with my wife, Andrea, I thought that was a lot of fun. And uh, I really just appreciate the perspective that she brings. But something I've been doing uh, because I'm personally curious, is at the end of every interview, I ask the same question. I always ask my guest, what advice would you give to someone who wants to make an impact for God? And I ask that for myself because I want to make an impact for God, and I'm always interested to hear other people's perspectives about what they would, basically, what advice they would give to me. Um, but what strikes me is that so many people from such a variety of denominations and backgrounds and ministries, all a lot of them say something really similar. And it's a really powerful thought when you, when you think about it. And it, goes, it typically goes something like this. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Just be yourself and respond to what God has put on your heart. And that, in a nutshell, really encapsulates the, the spirit of this podcast. It really encapsulates the spirit of of why I started doing this in the first place was because I believe that God really does have an incredible plan for every single one of us and wants to use us to spread the gospel, wants to use us to impact our neighbors and our coworkers and our family members. And he's going to do that in ways that are unique to who you are. And there's a reason there's no one quite like you in the world, nor will there ever be anyone like you in the world. And so the key, the key to really living a life that is pleasing to God and having a, an impact on the people around you has to be unlocked somewhere in discovering who God created you to be. Uh, it doesn't have to be the biggest thing in the world. You don't have to go out and plant churches in other countries. But you also, something else that comes up, you, you don't sit back and wait for it. You don't just sit back and wait for something to happen. Wait for God to reveal his master plan and then you sign on to it. So, so what I want to do in this episode is instead of bringing a new person to share with you guys, uh, do a, a mashup, if you will, a compilation of some of my favorite answers to this question from guests that I've already had on the podcast, asking them, what advice would you give to someone who wants to make an impact for God? And as you listen to each person, as you listen to each nugget of wisdom, I want you to give yourself permission I want you to give yourself permission to be yourself, permission to be comfortable in your own skin, and permission to believe that you are not a mistake or an afterthought. 
and that God has an incredible plan for your life. You just have to go out and find it. But before we jump in to today's episode, today's special episode, I want to give a shout out to Michelle and for Marnie for supporting the podcast over on Patreon. Thank you so much for believing in what we're doing, for uh, supporting this podcast financially. You guys are the fuel that keeps this podcast going. And so I just want to take a moment to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. It really means a lot. And if you're listening to this podcast and uh, it's really helped you in a lot of ways or helped you grow spiritually or helped you grow in your knowledge or your faith or whatever, and you would like to partner with me to help Christians all over the world grow and mature in Christ, then uh, I definitely encourage you to go and check out the podcast Patreon page over at patreon.com forward slash practical Christian podcast. But let's jump into the episode. I hope you enjoy this mashup with some of my favorite guests to date. What advice would you give to someone who wants to make an impact for God? Oh, man. Okay. So the best advice that I received is to find your heart, find how God made you, and then lean into that. So, um, you know, I know that that sounds maybe a little frou-frou or something, uh, but I, I have a coach. His name's Tim Morris, and he uh, has this program called Design Discovery that really helped me figure out what is actually in here, who is it that God has made me to be? Um, and then how do I embrace that and, and do things that resonate with that? Um, I think it's, I think we short shift ourselves, short shrift ourselves when we, um, pretend like the heart, our heart is not good. Um, I know that scripture says that, um, the heart is deceitful above all things and who can understand it, but it also says that God will give us a new heart if we are, if we are in him. And so I believe that with everything that I am and um, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. If, uh, if somebody tells you that your heart is bad, leave, like just don't, don't listen to them um, because God is, God is working. He's made you for something. He's, you know, Ephesians two says, you know, he made you for works right uh, before the creation of the world. And um, so your job is to go figure that out. Go figure out what are those works? What did, what did he make you to do? And then go do them. Hopefully every Christian wants to make an impact for God, right? But I think we got to major on the simple things. You know, I think that there's been a lot of emphasis in the Christian world on, um, you know, the, the kind of radical mindset. And I understand that. Um, but I think there's just so much value in being very ordinary people before the Lord and seeing what does God call us to be. Um, as Paul's writing his epistles, he's writing to normal people living normal lives in this crazy, sin-sick world. And, um, you know, we can, we can live very normal lives, work very normal jobs, and be tremendously godly and change the world around us. So for most of us, our mission field will be our neighborhood, our children, our, our work environment, and our major way of serving others will be in our local church. And I think that's absolutely tremendous, wonderful. There's, we should... I don't think we need to aspire to anything greater than that. I think we're not using our lives well if the total scope of our, our life is, is right there, you know, um, just in this, in the neighborhood around us, serving these people, worshiping at this church, um, you know, that God doesn't call us to, to things that are really that, that profound, does he? Be godly where you're at. 
live a life that's pleasing to him. Stop thinking about what everyone else is doing for God and honestly chase after what gives your heart joy. You know, because there are so many different ways to work for God. And it's so tempting to look at people who have these, quote unquote, like these huge ministries or these, they're doing like big things for God. But I think what we often forget is that we also need someone to bake casseroles when someone is in the hospital. Like, and that is a huge thing as well. Like that can really impact someone's life. And like, we we do need someone to you know, maybe help in nursery on Sunday so that that really tired mom can actually go and get really fed by that sermon that week and have fellowship. Like the little things aren't little, if that makes sense. And that's, that's really the advice is like scrap what everyone else is doing and just figure out what makes your heart sore because that is confirmation a lot of times of what your vocation truly is. I would say this. I think most people I know, Christians, want to make an impact, but they don't think they can make an impact. Um, and I think that's that's the thing to realize. Like everybody, you you can have a huge impact. Um, man, maybe that list of things that your church asked you to volunteer for, none of those interest you because none of those suit your gifts. Like I, my wife would be a horrible greeter at church. Like she's just an introvert and she's a five on the Enneagram. And so it would just be like, no, how does God have you wired? And what influence can you have in your community, in your workplace, in your family? And I think understanding that, that God's given you something that he hasn't given me is, is I think key. And we get lost in, Oh, I can't do that. But I think sometimes we rule ourselves out of the opportunity because we think we're not equipped. And yet God, I think, uh, I think a lot of people then, aren't impacted in the, in the way that they could be through you. If we just start believing that, that God can use us. Find your gift. Find, I mean, I, um, I've been dude, like the, the, the past year and a half, I've been on this super, uh, super kingdom of God, uh, a rabbit hole and what it means to be part of the kingdom and what it means to, to bring the kingdom to others. Right. And one of the fascinating things is that the idea of the kingdom of God and the idea of the spirit are intertwined. Like you can't do one without the other. And the whole idea that the spirit gives us, with something that is for the edification of the kingdom is just wild to me. And that a Christian could live their lives without finding out what that is, not only not finding out what that is, but not figuring out a way to express it to me is, is maybe one of the saddest things that could happen in the life of a Christian, because you're basically taking this thing that God has given you, right? And said, I'm not going to do it. And dude, I don't, I don't care what it is. Like if, if you are the, the greatest greeter, like if your gift is to, for somebody to walk into church and for you to say hi in a way that is warm and welcoming and brings that person closer to God. Right. 
and you're not doing it, then like you're you're robbing the potential impact that you could have in other people's lives and and in the kingdom, you're taking it away. So, and and I think and well, let me say and again, I'm going to give you a long a long answer. A lot of people think that impact needs to come with like uh, knowledge. Like I can't really have an impact if I don't know my Bible well, or I can't really have an impact if I don't know how to do X, Y, or Z, right? But what I would tell you is that the greatest impact that you could have is whatever the, the spirit, whatever the spirit is giving you, right? You need to do that because think about it. Like this is the thing, like God looked at you, you became a Christian and God looked at you and said, I'm giving you this, right? Like think about how crazy that is, Travis. Not only, not only was, is, is grace and salvation a gift, but on top of that, God looked at you and said, you know what, like how, you, you're going to be able to do this one thing right? or this or these several things. Right. And and I'm giving you this so that the the church can grow and that somebody can become more mature. And ultimately, right, like the spirit is God in us. And when we express whatever gift the spirit is giving us, we're really expressing the most godly part of our lives is what we're expressing. And so if you want to have an impact in life, figure out what in in your Christian life, figure out what that is. And even if your church doesn't do it, do it. Like if your, if your church doesn't have like greeters and that's your thing, right. Then just be that random dude that sits by the door and says hi to everybody, whether they've asked you to do it or not. Right. And let me go off on another tangent. This is a perfect opportunity for me to bring this up. I feel like church needs troublemakers. Like people that haven't been asked and haven't had permission to do something, right? But they're just doing it because they feel like God is calling them to do it, right? And I'm not saying don't, don't do that in a, uh, in a divisive way. Don't do that in an arrogant way. Don't do it as if like you were the person with all the answers, but do it because like you feel like God is calling you to do it. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like, and, and rightly so, I'm not, I'm not being against the idea of being unified, right? Like I feel like a lot of people confused unity with uniformity, right? But man, the, the Holy Spirit is wild. The Holy Spirit is going to equip people in ways that we're not ready for. And we're just going to have to go with it. So let me encourage you. Like if you feel like you've been gifted with something that your church isn't really doing, just do it. It takes thought. You've got to really figure out what is it that you want to do. I mean, we knew that we were going to do something with the poor, but we didn't know what that was mm-hmm. at first. Um, I, I really believe that you also have to, if you want to make an impact for God, you don't have to go overseas to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, and I think it actually helps you if you start thinking out of the box, right where you are, right where you live right now. For example, when we lived in Chicago, this, I mean, I could just see how God was leading us to this point, okay? Because I'm talking about 2010. Mm-hmm. We're in Chicago, and we just started to read a bunch of different books and just thought we, with our own faith, need to step out of the box. And so we got involved with um, 
um, world relief, and mm-hmm. that has to do with refugees. And so we got interviewed, we got vetted, and so we were able to um, quote unquote adopt a family mm-hmm. that had just come from Burma. So there were the, so there's this Burmese family who didn't speak a word of English. Okay, so everything was role play, mm-hmm. everything from your face to I mean it's just <laughs> everything. And um, we built a friendship with them for probably nine months. And, you know, to the point where they actually came. I mean, when we first met them, they asked Steve to pray over their children. They invited us to a birthday. I mean, again, no, no communication. Right. Okay. But to see that just giving people time, again, without words, but you can give of yourself. And to see how it makes somebody feel wanted, feel needed, feel appreciated. They came to church with us. They gave the day they came to church with us. They gave us actually like this robe, okay. And I think it was like on Father's Day, and they actually wanted us to wear it to church. So I had this long robe that a, a woman wears, and Steve, and you know they were as proud. They were beaming, <laughs> and we were happy for them. Yeah. And so, um, but again, it wasn't a church-related thing. It wasn't with any any group that we knew of. We just were like. We've got something to offer. We don't even know where or what. And then we found this world relief. It's even here in Jacksonville, Mm -hmm. you know. And so um, that kind of catapulted us to them moving to Nicaragua. So I would say you have to first know what you want to do and why. Mm -hmm. You know, some people, it's, it's easy to think, oh, it's really glamorous. It's not always glamorous, okay? Some people will think, um, I don't really have much going on in my life I'm bored you know sure there's adventure there's excitement but that should never be the purpose you know and and again I mean there are great causes some people do it in providing water you know taking Mm -hmm. dirty water making it clean it doesn't have to be just even hands-on people but it's got to be something that you know that you can be passionate about and you can actually do Before we wrap up the episode today, I just wanted to uh, to talk about something. If, th- if this episode resonated with you and you want to know who God created you to be and what he may be calling you to do, but you aren't sure what the next step is, you feel uh, inspired, you feel motivated, you feel driven to discover what it is that God wants you to do, but you just aren't sure what that looks like or even how you would go about figuring that out, then I would encourage you to go and check out one of my online courses. The one that I specifically want you to go and look at is Unlock Your Gifts. And in that course, I teach you how to discover God's calling for your life at this point in time. How to identify the gifts that he's given you to build up the church and to contribute to the body of Christ. And how to use each of those things to create a fulfilling personal ministry. Now, you can either purchase it at unlockyourgifts.org forward slash UIG dash course, and I'll leave a link to this in the show notes so you don't have to (laughs) worry about remembering that. Um, But I also offer it as a perk to my Patreon supporters. So if you support me on Patreon at a certain level, you unlock, (laughs) no pun intended, unlock your gifts. And so if you're uh, looking for maybe a more affordable way to unlock God's calling in your life, then uh, I would encourage you to go and check out the podcast Patreon page, but it's also available for sale separately at my website. But that is it for today. 
make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like today. Special thanks to all my patrons who keep this podcast ad-free. And if this episode has helped you in some way, please pass it along to anyone you think would benefit from listening to it. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.